This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Where would we be without those great giants on whose lofty shoulders we stand? When violinist Gina Medina Perez, along with violinists Divina Francisco Salonga, Dino De Sena and Denise Santos Huang, and cellist Anjo Inakai, founded the Filipino String Teachers Association, They did so not only to pass on their own knowledge and skills, but also to continue the legacy of their teacher, violinist and conductor Basilio Manalo. The FSTA is a project decades in the making. Established just last year, it has, despite the challenges of the pandemic, already seen quite a few successes. Among these is its first master class with violinist Igor Yusefovich, Concertmaster of the BBC Symphony Orchestra, which took place just this January. Telling us about his experience in that event is violinist Paul Gilbert Ramos, whose music shall also grace our program. Of course, also joining us is Medina Perez, who tells us about the history of the FSTA and its first master class, and the causes the group is championing, all for the benefit not only of the country's string teachers and players, but also for that of amateurs, composers, and more. Opening our program is violinist Paul Gilbert Ramos in the Preludio from Johann Sebastian Bach's Partita No. 1 in E Major, BWV 1006.
the FSTA, which stands for Filipino String Teachers Association, was founded in 2021. You know, when I was younger, maybe in the 90s, some of my classmates mentioned to me that we should have an association of teachers, of string teachers. And, you know, I was really young then and I was busy developing myself as a musician. So I just disregarded it. And then about nine years ago, another colleague of mine mentioned to me that the piano teachers, they have the Piano Teachers Guild of the Philippines, and how come the string players, they do not have an association. At that time, I was really busy with orchestra and everything else. So I said, maybe next time, not now. But you know, during the pandemic, it's still pandemic now, there's a lot of time to think and to really assess what is needed. And then I felt that it was time to really organize this. Now, it was not an easy thing to do because I was very careful with the people that I will work with. I wanted to get teachers to have the same passion as myself and also have good intentions about this association. So I gathered people whom I've known for many years, like childhood friends. So I got in touch with DJ Francisco Salonga. Dino Desena, Anjo Inakai. Anjo Inakai is fairly young, but I've seen him grow, so I know where he stands. And then also Denis Santos Wang. So we are the incorporators, we are the pioneers in this organization. I think the first thing that we did was to register it with SEC and with BIR because I think it's important to start it right. We want it to be legitimate. Coincidentally, it was approved by SEC on April 14, 2021, which is a significant date for all of us, for the incorporators, because that date, April 14, is the birthday of our professor, Basilio Manalo. We all studied under Professor Billy Manalo. This is a continuation of the legacy of Basilio Manalo. Of course, we are starting our own legacy, but we are bridging it from our roots. We know that we will encounter a lot of challenges in this. Now, what is really the goal of FSTA? Our goal, of course, is always to help. Therefore, it is non-profit and not a money-making organization. Also, we wanted it to be an avenue for teachers, students, and even music enthusiasts. That means we want it to be an association, not just for a certain level of performance, but rather it encompasses all levels. So you could be a beginning teacher or a teacher for advanced students. We wanted it to be an avenue so that we could gather together and help uplift the level of pedagogy and also performance. Aside from that, we also would like to support the activities of professional string musicians. Because I think we are in a very small community, it's important to support each other, even if we are belong to different groups. Also, we want to help and nurture and develop God-given talents of our young string musicians. And you can do that if your teachers are equipped, not just how to teach technically, but also how to relate. Another very important goal is to advance the cause of Filipino composers and their works for the stringed instruments. So a lot of our projects this year is geared towards that, working with Filipino composers. 
Lastly, our goal is of course to create a community with a love for music.
That was the Allegro con Spirito of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's Sonata in G Major, K301, in the hands of violinist Paul Gilbert Ramos and pianist John Manatad. Here now is the second part of our interview. In order to achieve all those goals, really, you have to have projects. One of the projects that we, of course, plan is the masterclass. That's something that all of my colleagues are used to doing because we teach in conservatory, so we know the importance of masterclass. Of course, having a regular lesson with a good committed teacher is more important than having a masterclass. Masterclasses are supposed to enhance and inspire. So we really planned masterclasses. That's really part of the projects of FSTA. We also agreed that we are only going to get the excellent ones. That means there's money involved. We want to get friends as well. Igor right now is the concert master of the BBC. But before that, he was also the concert master of the Hong Kong Philharmonic Orchestra and also the Singapore Symphony Orchestra. And as we know, Gerard Salonga was a conductor of the Hong Kong Philharmonic for a time. So he got to work with Igor. So while we were having meetings and we were brainstorming, his name came up. DJ was our link to Igor. So that's how it happened. And we are fortunate to have had the privilege and the honor to work with him. We want it to be fair. So there's a process. We sent a notice that there will be an audition. There was no age limit. And there were a lot who auditioned. We were looking for one that would benefit the most. We also wanted to show different types of playing so that the audience, the observers, will learn something. Because it's not just for the participants, it's also for the observers. When you say observers, we have students, advanced and beginners. And we also have the teachers, most especially the teachers. Paul, why did you decide to apply for this master class? Besides it being an opportunity for me to learn, I was also told by my teacher, who is Sir Dino De Senna, just three days before the audition. So I had to come up with an audition video just in three days. You chose the Vienyavsky. At least that's what you performed, the master class. Is it a piece that you have a history with? Actually, it was the piece I've been working with with my teacher, and it's the piece that I'm most comfortable performing at that time. As far as I have researched, this particular concerto was composed in 1856, but it was only first performed by the composer himself six years after at St. Petersburg in Russia with Anton Rubinstein conducting. It was published in 1879, inscribed to his dear friend Pablo de Sarasate, who was also an accomplished composer for violin. My teacher also stated that the second violin concerto was a means of replying to his critics about his first violin concerto, which was criticized to be very difficult and not so deeply lyrical. So he made this second violin concerto, which was a bit simpler, but very rich in melody and the textures are really very rich. Any particularly interesting or resounding things that you learned from Igor Yosefovich? What stuck to me the most was the fact that I need to be more precise with the details when practicing the piece. 
little details so that I can perform the piece with utmost precision and efficiency without sacrificing any emotion or the musicality. What about you, Miss Gina? Any comments about Igor's masterclass or anything that you think was particularly important? Number one, what I found impressive was the way he taught each of the four participants. You know, he approached them differently and he reached out to whatever need that particular student at that particular time of performance really needs to accomplish. In the 30-minute session, he was able to impart something important that they could bring long-term. Number two, he mentioned something about treating each student differently. You don't have a template, which I think is something also that most of us practice, but it's good to hear it to be validated. Applied music teaching of any instrument is special. It's one-on-one because you are nurturing that particular person. One thing that I wish could have been better was the venue. We could have gotten more, I think, if they were in one venue with a very good sound engineer and all that. But, you know, we may do with what we had at the time. But it was very successful. Thank you. 
Violinist Paul Gilbert Ramos and pianist John Manatad brought to us Ernesto Vallejo's Habanera Filipina No. 2. Before that, we heard the pair in the Allegro con Spirito of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's Sonata in G Major, K301. At the start of the program, Ramos performed the preludio from Johann Sebastian Bach's Partita in E Major, BWV 1006. Ramos was one of the participants in the recent master class with Igor Yosefovich, hosted by the Filipino String Teachers Association. Joining us in conversation were Ramos and violinist Gina Medina Perez, one of the founders of the FSTA. The group continues to host and promote activities for the country's string teachers and players, both professional and otherwise. They will hold their next master class on April 3. Sunday, with violist Dr. Yo Janwea. For further details and updates, visit the Filipino String Teachers Association Facebook page at facebook.com slash fstastrings or their website at fsta.ph. That's all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.